0: Lou, it's uh, it's it's your go. So if you want to introduce a hallo- right. Halloween episode, so Ta-da. welcome,
1: welcome, uh, indecisive opinions. This is, uh, I guess, this our uh, would you technically say our first Halloween episode? Maybe our only Halloween episode, but not the only spooky episode. This is 2007's Creep Show Three Trick or Treat. Welcome. <laughs> We're going to talk about this and have a great time. Um, but dude, I'm super psyched. I'm very, I'm, I'm amped that both of you agreed to do this. I know we've all seen this before. Um, but this movie was a big deal, uh, for me just because I'm a huge anthology fan creep show being one of my favorites. Um, this is right up there nipping at the fucking harnesses to hit that second place as far as anthology favorites are concerned. So and here I we know, are. Circuitry. I know
0: you, uh, I know you love all that. I know you love a good sixties, style halloween Mm. disclaimer after school special before uh the film even starts exactly i know know you're all about education, so thank you for educating us with this film that's fun and has lore
1: so i'm wondering did both so you know how the opening the cold open is essentially like it is straight up a it is a Educational, black and white. Make sure you check your candy when you get home. <laughs> yes, you know, like, that's yeah, was, yeah. Parents, that's good. Did your did your parents did your parents do that shit when oh, you guys yeah. were growing
2: up? Oh fuck yeah, my parents totally did that.
3: Oh,
1: fuck what did they yeah. think they were gonna find in yours, Joey? Fucking Dude, cow I, shit, I, you lived in the middle of I, nowhere.
2: <laughs> Dude, corn. I know, right? No, you, you, you know, you never know what hap- what's gonna happen with the people out here. There's like you, my neighbors could have people in their basement. I would have no idea because I live so
0: far away from them. Uh, I don't hear the screaming. It's out there now. It's out there in the world. Now
1: it is out there. (laughs) Joey, are you are you being held captive in your neighbor's basement? Please bark twice if you're in Milwaukee, please, for the love of God. Dude, uh,
0: which which random celebrity are we gonna call out right now and have like a Stewie, help! I'm trapped in Kevin Spacey's basement type moment and get ahead of ahead of the curve in like nine years? Leslie Bibb has trapped Joey in her basement. (laughs) Sam Rockwell keeps going. Going downstairs and doing impressions from other movies he's in and character after character. Joey just goes <laughs> mad slowly. We can make our own anthology type film if that's a. So, am I allowed to call that this that first of all? Because you said it's creep show. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's along the lines of uh, a very original like Twilight Zones, one of the first kind of one so... offs of creepy horror type stuff. But this interweaves intermingles like the stories you know mhm so is it, it really an anthology you so know what I, I'm would tra-
1: I would i tra- would i would treat it as an anthology because if it's question you look number at, 1 yes so so if you look if you look at Creepshow, show for example you obviously have an overarching you have an individual who's reading a comic book collection of stories that don't that don't necessarily weave in and out together but they have the flow of the comic book style you have something like body bags which you have like the the actual morgue the mortician john carpenter who's who's telling these stories about the people who come into his morgue yeah so in this this case
0: we got the comic book you know after the cold open we
1: we have the comic book we have the comic book and some of the stories tie together but not all of them
0: yeah, it's like you know the the tales from the argue... maze, like Marvel type shit, where all the heroes start from just random one offs. Right, I up, like You know, yeah, but there's a connection, bro. The well, only the
1: only see that yes, that is that is the one. That's connection. That's why but I like, like
0: it. Uh, that's why I like this, and I think this sticks with people a little more than like a classic creep show, tales from the crypt, like stuff, something like that. You know, it really right. is a little more of a. A movie than just here's five random sketches. Well, and see
1: the thing is too, All it's All by like a for different people...
0: director, which is not uh, you know also a big thing in this case.
1: Five rooms, but or Doherty. Rooms. But the, yes, the thing right. is The thing room's is, the second
0: thing... Doherty choice in this yeah, podcast right. world. <laughs> We're the, repeat. We're repeating directors now
1: the uh the one thing the one thing i would say about this too is if like people like well it's not really an anthology because the characters and the stories it's like yes but there is one thing it's like the werewolf chicks don't ever there's no like cross between them and and mr Krieg so it's like therefore you could argue and the same with like the little children too you know what i'm saying like the kids the bus
0: bus crash story so it's like if
1: if anything it's like two stories right you have you have a century essentially uh, I like how it's principal throughout Wilkins. the night
0: in a Tarantino style how each it's little event is like all over the place timeline wise but it's all just halloween night you get mm-hmm. all the fucking info about like classic tradition of halloween from certain characters each sketch is like its version of each of a tradition you know so oh yeah uh, yeah, I I mean I don't know. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't want to have like an argument with somebody about anthology or not with this. Like, Joey, what 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 do you think? Does that cross your mind with this movie?
2: Uh honestly? Yes.
0: Not really? Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're being honest with us. Yeah, like <laughs> like you can take it or leave it if someone's like, "It's a fucking anthology, you dumbass motherfucker." Like, I'm just like, "Eh, it's just fun." Okay?
2: Yeah, like I've I've just seen this movie so many times like throughout my life. it's just like i i don't really think of it you know of you know going that far yeah that's
0: true because this is this is a good time frame
2: that came out like when you were a kid oh yeah i literally remember that when this movie came out 2008
0: or 9 it was like on dvd or something randomly yeah
2: yeah and i remember my parents were like hyped about this movie when it came out so i remember watching it and they were excited about it cool
0: there was buzz there was some shit going down.
2: I but I've, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. That I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. I watch it year round and everything. It's like nice. Yeah,
0: I've only seen it. Love I've it. only seen it a couple times. I've known it for a while now,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I've only seen it a couple times. I have no knowledge of like when it came out and the debacle of it getting shelved from theaters or anything like that. I'm sure Lou might have some insight, uh, or either of you if you're more knowledgeable on it. But I don't. Yeah. Pff- i don't really have any good like yeah i remember this movie story it just came up at some point in the last couple of years (laughs) it's like a movie people know it was probably when i was like doing the fucking uh looking at like fucking forums on facebook or like reddit pages you know groups and shit like horror movie groups Mm -hmm. and and then i was and then i was like what is this fucking little like sackhead dude that I see everywhere, you know? I was yeah, so ignorant. I was, everywhere. I was such an <laughs> ignorant like- dummy. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like probably 2013 or 2014, I feel like is my first memories of it, but it was just seeing who was in the cast. It was before Krampus came out.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, didn't,
0: I didn't really know anything about Michael Doherty, but it was just seeing like uh, Dylan Baker and Brian Cox and Anna Paquin and uh, Thurman Merman. So Thurman Merman. Yes, Thurman Merman <laughs> is no, in I, this they, movie. <laughs> All right. It, yeah. we're talking about movies that came out when we were kids. Bad Santa came out when I was a kid, and that was just about yeah the age of ten or so when you shouldn't be watching that movie. But my parents are like Christmas movie about Santa, and it's got like a you know what's what was a good grasp for it. Bernie Mac and John Ritter in it. Sure, this seems wholesome. They had wholesome television shows on. <laughs> That's a big sell. The lady from Gilmore Girls, bro. Come on. Mm-hmm. Thurman. Yeah, that's Merman. That,
1: that's true. That's true. I didn't think of it that way. Leslie
0: Bibb. Leslie Bibb's like in everything. She pops up in just, every, you know, she's like a mm-hmm. character actor, as a as a lady. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah.
1: So, Mike, you said your your first kind of uh your your first memories for this were around 2013, 2014. Yeah, it's definitely.
0: Uh, definitely a few years after it was out. I was not. I was not aware of this upon release.
1: So I. I did not have the hype of my family giving me props on or giving me the ups on this type of thing. I definitely watched this in college, like after it had been released, um, because I graduated in 2017 or in 2007, and I was in college that fall, obviously. Um, so I watched this within that time frame, within about a year or so of it being released. And it was like one of those things where it was like immediate. It was like I'm. This is great. This is a modern take on something I already know and love. Again, yes. the obvious correlation between that being that of creep show. Um, but what I think I enjoyed the most about it is what we've talked about. It's like you you reference like the idea that this is a. Tarantino-esque tale where you have something that occurs all within one night. It's all over the place as far as the timeline is concerned, but everything ultimately ends up resolving itself at the very end. And throughout the movie, you're getting the the different angles where it's like something's happening in the background that is happening in another story already. It's like, oh, I, I right. remember that from the Even beginning. Even if it's brief I that.
0: enough, yeah, it ties right. in. Even if it's just fleeting,
1: it ties in. Exactly. Someone
0: walking behind someone, some lady getting killed tugging on leslie bibbs arm Mm -hmm. and everyone next to her just has makeup on ah she's drunk holly she's just drunk like that it's so it's so cold it's very good uh very good spine tingling horror type stuff and funny and poignant oh yeah oh yeah
1: i i (laughs) I would say that I would say that of, of some of the other, like when you think about kind of those, those darker like horror films or even like horror anthology type stuff, it's like, this definitely sprinkles in way more humor, but I appreciate that about it. It Mm. almost makes it like, I don't want to say like, it doesn't take itself too seriously. So it's still, it's still enjoyable. It's still funny, but like, there's the dark humor. It's like, I, I personally think that like Principal Wilkins, like he's my favorite character in the movie because. Mm-hmm. he goes through so much fucking stress in one evening you yeah. know what i'm saying like he literally he poisons a child he has to bury multiple bodies the he kids fucking
0: very large he, and he yeah. has trouble carrying him
1: His trouble <laughs> carrying him he gets his fucking dress shirt covered with like fucking puke and chocolate and, and fucking poison and shit what, like
0: whatever that one.
1: whatever that is blood his child billy He's gotta be the the, Jesus. Don't even let's not even get into Billy fucking
0: annoying.
1: The most annoying little I'm fucker. I'm still
0: bitter about him not killing Billy. I was just like, oh, he's a this, cute, he's a cute little guy kid. Is...
1: He's a he's a cute little kid. And, yeah, and I well, it I takes until it. the
0: end of their sketch to think he's a cute little kid. In my opinion, all right. I can
1: respect. I can respect Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's one of the greatest. Fel- that's one of the greatest quotes in in cinema history. You, we heard it yes, right there I... <laughs> from his son. It's fucking hilarious.
0: Obviously, I remember that. that's the one relatable part I have with this kid. <laughs> I'd, I would absolutely be calling out the main character in some overhyped bullshit as being an asshole because why? You don't want to watch a good character. That's why everyone's flawed in shows and movies. You want to watch the flaws, just like I Wilkins. S-
1: <laughs> I will say, I will say that there is an important lesson to be learned, and it's the importance of tradition and passing on tradition we see firsthand that Mr. Mr. Wilkins pres- or principal Wilkins is passing on the art of slaughter, uh, to his kid, which and I the- think is, uh, is a very heartwarming tale, you know, serial know, killers it's, are, right? are, it's, it's truly heartwarming.
0: Isn't, that, isn't that the dark comedy though, right there. Because mm-hmm. like in that moment, I'm just like, all right, he's going to kill the kid. Like, all right. Killing kids is, that's like feast. Like you're going way <laughs> off the reservation. It's like the one original rule is just like, ah, let the little kids fucking survive and I'm like, oh, yeah, kill the kid, let's get dark. It turns into something turns into something completely different. Yeah. Got to help dark. Me with the
1: eyes. Got to help me with the eyes.
0: Right, I get it. Yeah. Quit screaming. You're waking the neighbors.
1: <laughs> so great.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh yeah. I I I agree with you. Firing on all cylinders. It's, it's just, just it... His, his
1: stress, his stress level that he goes through, and not to mention the fact that he gets, he he assaults a woman in an alleyway, bites her neck. There's blood running down her face. She's fl- flipping out. He ends up killing her. He ends up getting picked up, up or her. picking up another trick, a chick, and he gets essentially group sacrificed in uh, an in orgiastic blood ritual for werewolves. So I mean, the at the end of yeah. the day, he literally hits That's all what we're spectrums. Yeah, I mean, he hits all angles of
0: Did you get that, Joey? High,
1: low. Yeah. Like it's just insane. It's can insane. You
0: re- can you repeat that back for us, Joey? Uh, uh, dude, I or- can't. Or- <laughs> orgiastic is uh no, orgiastic ritual and,
2: for and werewolves. <laughs> it's so perfect. It was the start
0: and the end for me all at the same time. I was like, I uh, don't know I don't know what you just said, but it sounded smart and uh and it sounded correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm trying See, I'm trying to drive home, I'm one. trying to
0: drive home the point that that Wilkins
1: <laughs> essentially hits he hits all highs and lows within one night. He, he home run, baby yeah he, he, he gets
0: he gets some good focus throughout most of the stories too. Uh I actually I feel like he crosses paths with almost everyone technically or every story technically besides um the you know, cold I think open. You're right. He's one of the, you know what I'm saying?
1: He's just, he's their neighbors. He lives across the street from them. That's it. Right?
0: No, I know. I'm not saying it's something fucking significant. I just. No, 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 no. no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. In the aspect of screen time as well. Yes. Like he starts off as pretty much the main story as well after the cold open. But the little kids who are involved in the bus crash thing, like come and get candy from him you know Mm -hmm. when he's Mm -hmm. like jesus christ one minute like it's all they all have some moment even if he's not involved in it like their stories at all because he's not really even involved in the neighbors ones either but that's a that's like a big crossover they show it in both Mm -hmm. uh both segments so yeah both
2: at both sides of it too from right both it, for inside and
0: the outside I know that's what i mean like I, li- <laughs> I i like shit like that there's even movies that'll go and backtrack and do stuff like that you know kind of memento but not being told in reverse just kind of show you from another perspective coming into a scene it's a very yeah. tarantino thing i feel like i was just say tarantino a bunch yeah that's some cool shit in this you know i'm yeah i i really like a story being told in that way so that was my thing with this uh besides arguing if it's anthology or not but uh <laughs> but it's fun it's fun i feel like the last year or two it's what i put on when i'm like going to sleep on halloween because i know if eh, i'm fucking tired but maybe i'll get half an hour into this and i can watch like two stories essentially you know yeah that's my uh yeah that's where i'm getting at with that it's good to watch in 15 that's minutes creep
2: show so good to fall asleep to cuz you can you can watch one full story have another one play as you fall asleep you know <laughs> It's perfect. Agreed.
1: Yeah. I would agree. I would I'm agree. Sure Lose
0: that. done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, although
1: although I typically end up I I I have a hard time. I will literally stay up. I will stay up. Yeah, if you're to too not into fall it. Asleep. I yeah, know. I get I get yeah, too into. I, it. I, can't, fall, I can't I can't fall asleep during
0: movies, dude. Uh, you don't need to tell me. Yeah, I guess that's that's, kind of thing, too. that's why I was saying <laughs> that's the other big thing about liking this over some other anthology or something that would tie in is Halloween. Like mm-hmm. it's on Halloween. I love a good 24 hour story. Like Richard Linklater. Have you ever heard of him? You know, <laughs> clerks, maybe something like that. I fucking love those. Just like you get one fucking night and this is your story. And this told in the Tarantino way. Yeah, dude, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's great. Definitely. A-
1: so how do, so here's, here's one of my first questions for the both of you. So how would you describe Sam to someone? If you had to describe Sam, to someone who had never seen this movie. He but people the recognize mascot the mascot
0: of Halloween. <laughs> because that is what. Doherty was going for.
3: Mm-hmm. Is That's that there
0: is. There is no official mascot. In the terms of like. Santa Claus. Or the Easter Bunny. Or like a Thanksgiving turkey. Or something like that. But for Halloween. He always saw some old. Kind of like. Little pumpkin guy type creature like walking scarecrow with a pumpkin head type of thing on all these like season's greetings or Halloween cards or whatever from back in the day and it was just Sam came from that and was and like is like the kid version of him as well you know something like that is like he's he's hearkening his childhood soul into the sensibilities of Sam (laughs) I suppose Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah Matt mascot of halloween that you gotta see the movie to find out what's underneath that sack baby it ain't a potato (laughs) it ain't a turnip it
1: it ain't uh it ain't two potatoes either uh in that sack um (laughs) how would you uh what you know
0: nuts it took us 20 minutes to get into nuts
1: (laughs) yeah Sometimes that's how long it takes. And we were talking uh, I, about
0: candy earlier, so we, they got candy gets into nuts. Nuts get into mm-hmm. candy. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, go on <sighs> with the go on with the bore, Phil, Lou.
1: No, I was I was gonna ask I was gonna ask. So is he is he a demon? He's a monster.
0: I think what, he's what more is, of a spirit?
1: spirit.
2: He's like the spirit of Halloween. You know, he's. But he's a f- no. That's Whoa, a store. That's a store that shuts dude. down. Well, Not no shit. <laughs>
0: that shit you gotta call
2: it out after you say it or they'll sue our ass <laughs> what i mean you know i don't know how to say it then shit
0: <laughs> an entity okay. yeah I, like- well because like he's
1: he's a physical entity right yeah, he, like shot. The- he can get shot by a gun he can be he can have his hand torn off but he's indestructible like a fucking wolverine he regenerates and can fucking move on with his life and still manage to walk around killing people you know
0: See, I just don't want to tell people he's like a living pumpkin because someone who's seen the movie and we talk about it, I'd say like he's a pumpkin that got struck by an evil bolt of lightning, you know, and it made him come to life in a pumpkin patch or something because I think that's what the origin is supposed to be of him anyway. But like something like that, evil lightning bolt gives you life. (laughs) Frankenstein style shit, but he's a pumpkin. he's a pumpkin. So, like, also Chucky, maybe, because you reanimate an inanimate object? That's true. Even though well, it's, it's like a fruit, it's a living thing? Think about it. Where are we going I from think, there? Let's just... I we think, have an hour. We can just go off on fruit <laughs> becoming live sentient, even though it's already a living thing. Take I did server. see...
1: I did see that there's there was a film that was released somewhat recently called Attack of the Killer Donuts and obviously we know Attack uh-huh. of the Killer Tomatoes I have, I being have,
0: yeah, right. being,
1: <laughs> being the most obvious choice of inanimate fruit based objects if you believe that tomato is a fruit which I believe that it is technically Oh boy um,
0: there's another hour we,
1: th- there's another hour of just talking about inanimate <laughs> objects that are brought to life no the one thing the one thing I had a theory I had a theory on basically how to avoid the wrath of sam and if if i'm gathering this correctly from the fucking way too many rewatches of this movie it's that you have to participate you have you have to participate in the tradition of halloween but also see it through till the end because if the the horny the horny lit couple in the beginning the (laughs) upside motherfuckers that want to take everything down i'm lit
0: you're lit the last thing you want to do is take own own down fucking people? decorations.
1: Like that doesn't make any fucking sense at yeah, all yeah, whatsoever. No. Yeah, no. The no. Night
0: you, of no. Halloween,
1: take yeah. Decorations that down. is
0: yeah, that is bullshit. Leslie babe, Dude. come on. We love you, but what are you doing? I feel like what? I, fuck. <laughs> I feel
1: like I feel like growing up it's like people kept up their decorations through till basically until they put their Christmas decorations up because Halloween and Thanksgiving, yeah, there's so get much like a crossover week or two between of
0: turnover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe maybe you don't you know so that them scrambling to kind of take this shit down the night of is just a little ridiculous especially if you're lit and you're horny. But I'm not fucking taking down. I feel decorations. like
0: I feel like I'm not taking was, down decorations. I feel like she was so adamant about it though that that was why she was the only one who got killed. If you think mm, about it, yeah, yeah, I think I think that it was really her disrespect to also tie in with the school bus crash crash or whatever we want to call that one. Uh, When the kids like massacre, yeah, massacre. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fucking massacre, not a crash. Mike, come on. Uh, when they finally like reveal that it's a fucking joke and they're being dicks to Rhonda and everything, the one girl's like, Oh, this, this one pumpkin is still lit, you know, and then like kicks it into the river. That's when shit goes down. Yeah. They could have been dicks and done a trick to Rhonda and been really mean and call her the R word when she's clearly just a little antisocial. Everybody mm-hmm. knows Aranda might have been me, might have been Joey, probably wasn't Lou, but you know, you guys decide. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just saying it was clear that they could get away with some bullshit on Halloween. But once you do that, once you disrespect, you know, nope. and disrespect. that was, that was it. They disrespect. And even though it wasn't Sam, I bet Sam was like standing in a field, like holding his arms out, like "Arise, creatures of the school bus massacre, <laughs> and teach these kids a lesson." So, so I'm glad,
1: I'm yes. glad you, brought, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I did have a couple notes and you can't help I,
0: but jump around. This movie does that, you know. They're nope. not told in succession one by one. So, oh, yeah, no, listen, this, I know this it's is... cool though. It's cool.
1: Mike, I appreciate you jumping around. This is a full House of Pain jump around action now. Uh-huh. Essentially, what I wanted to do, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up about the kids in the in the crash. Now, I have a theory that I want to float to you. Now,
0: <laughs> float. I like it. I
1: will, you see what I did there? So, essentially, like what, I believe, what I believe is that the reason why Mr. Krieg had stayed alive so long is because the bodies from the kids or the souls of the kids, the zombies, they were left unfucked with and basically by those three fuckheads Ooh, well four unfucked. fuckheads if you count the, if if you count the four fuckheads being the, the little fat fucking pirate going yeah, down there and doing the joke they basically awoke the kids so th- their souls are now like up and at them like yo Through what the, the fuck do we do now yeah now, now they're up they're looking around and they basically follow our R word Rhonda home with them right or she basically leads them past the house if you seen if you remember that point when you yeah. see all the stories come together yeah she so sees Sam
0: it... she's like what up and he's like chilling and they
1: go about exactly. their ways because oh. be- because, te- because, wah, technically, wah, wah. because technically because technically Krieg, Mr. Krieg did abide by the rules of halloween so yeah. he escaped sam but he didn't escape his ultimate fucking day of judgment which was led to him by those three kids awakening the souls of those kids that were trapped I... in the quarry.
0: yeah so, so is it like is his punishment even like hot ha- like halloween tradition related because it's really more of like his life punishment by him oh, having that one bad thing happen
1: it's definitely life punishment for yeah. sure yeah and, and but, those, it's just,
0: it's, but it's included in a Halloween, it just happenstance, you know, those, serendipity makes this happen on Halloween for the movie. those
1: those four <laughs> That's dead good kids, writing. those four dead kids essentially defiling a grave led to the the, the slaughter of Mr. Creek. So the, therefore, even he, though that they're dead, even though they're dead, they should be charged with fucking first degree manslaughter.
0: They should. I mean, <laughs> because they had just an put that out
1: there. I know you talked now.
0: about that crazy orgistic thingamabobber before, but those kids also witnessed some type of furry orgy going on and they could have clearly just, you know, swung on in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was their gin teacher the one that was buff fucking a pig? Is that what yeah, they said? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: yes, they said something very funny like that afterwards, which I appreciated because that's a small-ass aspect of a scene or a segment that uh, is easily forgettable and upon a rewatch, I was like... <laughs> this reminds me of the entourage episode with the furry (laughs) if i'm not getting money, i'm at least getting some pussy
1: did you uh, apart from apart from joey getting like cow feces in his candy growing up did you guys have any like (laughs) like houses in like the the (laughs) near vicinity from like mike you you grew up in a housing development so like what the what the fuck was like trick-or-treating like like,
0: is that what a housing development is a bunch of houses on on a street in a neighborhood
1: Yeah, a bunch of like fucking – like cul-de-sac is a a term that you use on a weekly basis that therefore I would say you live in housing development. like do have
0: a couple cul-de-sacs, a couple dead ends too, a couple offshoots.
1: so what was trick or treating like? Did you know every year who were the good houses and where the bad houses? Like yes, hand the king know... size and the toothbrushes and the the fucking oh, potatoes yeah. and carrots and shit. For
0: sure, for sure, because it was uh because it's a very like regular neighborhood. I w- I wasn't in like a rich kid or like a poor kid or if I'm gonna use any of these gentrified terms, I suppose it was just very like I don't know. There's areas of East Greenbush that can be a little more like. Yeah, look at that fucking neighborhood with all those houses in it and stuff. And then another one that's like not so much because it's near Rensselaer, and you know that's just the Mm -hmm. way she goes, obviously. But there's my one neighborhood like went on for days that it was never like you're not you're not going past like this many streets because there's just too many. You can't you're you're not getting that much candy, you know. That's my parents. They're very Catholic (laughs) Catholic side of it. But there's definitely. Not a lot of houses that give out bullshit. It's just the houses that like will leave the one out, we'll leave the mm. trick for Thurman Merman. Mm-hmm. And you know if you don't get there in time, because none of them were it's near. All gonna be gone. Yeah. And none of them were near my parents' house. That was the thing. It was always like two roads down that you're gonna get to like coming on the way back, like at the end of the night pretty much. Oh, yeah. So it was more so of the disappointment the first few years when I was younger dealing with <laughs> that. But once uh, once I was in high school and everyone was coming to the parents' neighborhood like that you guys have come to, come to that like I've been living in or my parents have been in uh, since mm-hmm. then, it was way more of like, all right, we know where these are. We're by ourselves. Let's just fucking sprint to the front of the neighborhood, basically, because my parents live in the back. <laughs> well, they live in the back. So it was really just all the ones at the front are the ones that leave their shit out and you do that. But... I've, but I'm glad you brought that up because specifically I started with saying my neighborhood growing up because it's most nostalgic. But also, I've been delivering pizzas recently to a house that had a dope inside like haunted house walkway type thing that they literally like transformed almost their entire house into. Because, that's awesome. because, Dude, that's because awesome. you know, I live in the neighborhood, so I know the layout. It's They're all just raised ranches. Every single mm-hmm. house is the same thing but it could kind of be a two family two story if you really want to put it like that but like mm-hmm. but it's not it was usually families like mine with like two kids somebody living in it you know so they like you go in through the garage then you have a downstairs living room hallway that leads you through another door up the stairs and shit and it was like and you go out through the front door they got a bunch of candy there for you even the dad's like dressing up as some fucking serial killer to kill you you know (laughs) and like it's basically the type of shit you go to like an orchard or some shit at night when they have an event like in a haunted hayride and all that shit And and you gotta pay for it dude like this was just one of the random houses in my neighborhood that was like a dope two and a half minutes that That's I just cool. that I wanted like every single house to have yeah it was very a uh, very fond memories and I don't think it's the same people that live there now because they they seem very different I don't have any specifics to say they just don't <laughs> seem very fuck your Halloween like <laughs> type oh. of in- <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely not but I'm just like I I, I want to tell them that story but they don't have five minutes unlike this podcast so hey <laughs> random people living on Georgia court I hope you're listening <laughs> Mike you're gonna get you're, gonna get you're gonna get you're gonna
1: get you're gonna get like an anonymous like box in the mail it's gonna be filled with like fucking like fingers and candy corn and yes we my own segment of our anthology
0: you. movie we,
1: we haven't forgotten about you Mike <laughs> we're, yes. we're still listening and watching <laughs> like something creepy like that
0: reaching into the brains but the fat kid in me is just like this mac and cheese smells good <laughs>
1: (laughs) This is just a bunch of jello with fucking grapes in it, you know, like
0: (laughs) (laughs) it, it has to be something inedible like that or else people will do that. And then it's disgusting. But, you know, covid time. So never again
1: yeah that's true that's true they the children (laughs) yeah the the children miss out on the the avid spread of germs regularly through putting your hands in various black
0: holes kids today they'll just never yeah they'll just never know right like that can't be Mm -hmm. a thing anymore i also went to a private school with like 25 kids in my class the first 14 years of my life like joey's high school but you know with 12 kids in each class i guess or something uh, and
1: and taxes, taxes, and <laughs> tuition were considerably lower for Joey as well.
0: Oh my God, they had to be. Oh yeah, <laughs> they don't even have taxes like that. Like, I was just gonna say like they don't have
1: taxes out there.
0: Total.
1: We'll <laughs> send you fifteen bales of hay to make sure Joey can make it to school this year.
0: <laughs> we just got the internet two years ago. I'm Make sorry. sure you feed your horses. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in, near a very hick area, too. I can't really say too Dude, I know. I, <laughs> I also
1: grew up in a hick area. It's just funny We're when Joey-
0: white-ass <laughs> hick country boy.
1: Joey, you said at the top of this episode that you live in an area where people could be held in you other did, people's basements. You came basements. right out.
0: It was like the so first like, thing Joey says. Joey's like, I'm going to talk for five minutes total in the podcast, but when I do, you guys, it's going to shake the fucking earth. Shake, rattle, dude. and roll.
1: Fucking shook right now. Rattle yeah, roll, ba-dum,
0: ba-dum, shake, rattle, and roll. you gonna shake.
2: I figured saying something like that would just fit in with the movie. Really yeah, but I'm gonna know. get the
0: box of maggots and <laughs> fingers and shit Listen, from you. I said,
1: I said candy corn I said candy corn and fingers. I candy corn and fingers. <laughs> you know, those, <laughs> I did not say maggots.
0: Sometimes. Also, <laughs> maggots is way more disgusting. I, just, that is, I took it there. That's super gross. How
1: about the, how about the fact? that, like, Mr. Krieg's dog essentially eats a finger, which, the one of the last times I watched it... (laughs) I've seen it.
0: It happens in a lot of movies. There's always, like, a cat licking an ear. Sorry, it's the idle hands in me. It's like (laughs) the exact moment, the exact thing that's happening. Bones?
3: See, part
1: part of me... (laughs) I mean, your parents always
0: did go all out, but, like...
1: (laughs) Part of me was, like, thinking, too, and this is just, like, super gross, but, like, what if instead of a finger, he chopped off, like, a wiener and then, like, threw that over? like, the,
0: because, like <laughs> yeah,
1: we got a the children, hard R rating. Children. <laughs>
0: kid. Yeah, it's, it's a little kid wiener. <laughs> oh! Uh, I don't, we've I don't been think... canceled. 32 <laughs> <Yeah>. episodes.
3: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bah, bah, bah. Yeah, except you find it in a fucking, like, Baby Ruth bar, and it's funny because the kid... <laughs> The kid's name is like Ruth or some shit. Yep,
1: baby Ruth. How about that? parents are
0: big uh, Yankees fans, dude, and they're going off right now. In
1: this I will just, <laughs> I will use, we'll use the acronym for what New York what he is used. on
0: fire right now.
1: <laughs> it's an, it's an LCW. How about that or LKW? Oh, LKW. Yeah.
0: You're pulling out a squint. Exactly. Nice, you, so dude. so L7W. so seven W.
1: If that gets, if if you remove that part, if you remove the part where I said uh lkw unrated (laughs) lkw then we can just refer to it from that point but i was i got a kick out of i got a kick out of watching and thinking and and just in my head like being like dude he used the sharp of a shovel to cut off a winky and then threw that at a dog to shut him up like how fucked up that is you know (laughs) That's just, that's that's, that's so ridiculous. Just, you just
0: saw it and you thought that's what it was at first because you're like that's so fucked up and then you're just like oh it's just a finger
1: no i dude i've always thought it was a finger but like on one of these like last rewatches like in pig, in a bl- this, pig like, without
0: its blanket
1: dude the pig was freezing and then it ended up in a, in a dog's mouth i so, was you know, in like, a even pool where-
0: <laughs> shrinkage it's a thing it happens uh, ah new york george, back to george
1: costanza wiener
0: Dude, yes, and balls. See, there we go. Now that is that is acceptable. We can talk about George Costanza, Wiener, and balls.
1: I like that we're not saying Jason Alexander, Wiener, and balls. We're literally saying George Costanza. We should just
0: be saying I don't Larry know David, who Wiener, that and that guy. No, <laughs> now it's three people,
1: wrinkly old balls. Speaking Just... of
0: things that we don't want to typically mention out in the world, for everyone wondering where we got our uh, Undertaker image from that we've been using on Lurking Class flyers and such, it's, uh, it's what Mr. Uh, Pr- Principal Wilkins dresses up as in the second yes. half of this movie when you don't know it's him for a while. That's what we've been going for, guys. Yeah. Okay. I really idiots. Now you know I that. Really, Two years I really into, enjoyed. Almost three I really, years enjoyed, his I really <laughs>
1: enjoyed his outfit. I really enjoyed his outfit. I liked, thought it
0: was like a legit vampire guy. That's what first, I thought dude. too. That's <laughs> like, what I thought too. They really did a good job with like you know how you got to put a good fucking mystery aspect mm-hmm. into a horror movie if you really want to you know like. You barely mm-hmm. fucking see Freddy Krueger in the first nightmare on Elm Street. And like you don't even know it's Pamela Voorhees or whatever till the end of Friday the thirteenth. You're wondering what's happening half the time. Each of these segments are a very good, like kind of maybe there's maybe it's not like a spin or an M night Shyamalan twist at the end, but they just give you like another sting or something mm-hmm. where it's just like, nah, this is gonna actually happen. Ha ha. And it's like, yeah. And then I just start fapping in that moment. <laughs> no, I, I I think that
1: was an important that's an important thing you bring up about that because like fapping in I that know, moment, yeah, the three know, guys are
0: talking know, about with their wieners from
1: side. I phone, know. Scott I Lugard. know. I know. For me, I definitely thought that that was like, oh man, they're adding a vampire now into this movie. Yeah, like, they're touching oh, on all shit. these things, dude. I thought, the fucking,
0: I thought the Disney princess, and then it's vampires versus lichens. Like
1: that's why. That's why he gets killed oh, because of, like yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, Underworld yeah, man
0: shows up. Yeah, nice. Oh shit,
1: yeah.
0: dude. We said that. But then it's like, the like no, time. it's just the,
1: it's just a serial murderer, fucking neighbor. The Weaver
0: like, comes out of the shadows and is like, uh, you know. Get away from her, you bitch. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> no.
0: Uh, no. He's mentioned the James Cameron movie. The one no. rule that we don't allow in our podcast.
1: Look, we can talk about James Cameron. It's just I'm always going to have something to say about it. If it's, if, it's one of, if it's one of his two movies that he's done in his life uh. that I'm not a super fan of.
0: All right, I'm fine. Just True I'm Let's just get... kidding. I'm just what, kidding. You call yourself a cop? Listen to me. I'm just now, kidding. A, everyone he's, loves Bill Paxton.
1: He's a fine, he's a fine director, and he has a lot of things that he's promising the world. So hey, we'll aliens, see if, all
0: right, yeah, well, okay, we're not getting into Avatar. Let's we're stopping. That's
1: see, that's what <laughs> that's really where this stems from, dude. <laughs> this where, where a lot go. of this. So a I'm lot pulling of this stems from that the fucking the abyss, dude. It's not a
0: Trick Treat anymore, guys. This is a full James Cameron episode. I'm just
1: going to bitch about the abyss for the next 45 minutes. Like, let's no, just... No,
0: I'm just... I Classic horror movie shit. I couldn't think... I, it's not in Alien, which is obviously I know, the more, I know. It's it, Aliens. You... I want to be specific. Yes. Not think people, you know, not let everyone be like, Mike doesn't even know which movie that line's from in the Alien franchise. If there's and anyone, anyone on this me.
1: podcast that's going to know what fucking movie a line's from, it's going to be you and not Joey or I. So if anyone is questioning that at this episode, point in the episodes, they need to go back and re listen to everything up to this point because you, my friend, they are just the fucking. You, you, my friend, are the secret keeper slash fucking brainiac of this crew when it comes to this shit. So could I be
0: the Sam? Am I? Could I like instead of having a segment, can I just be the the crypt keeper? You know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I bring yeah. you guys the stories. I mean, you <laughs> know. Uh... All right. Well, I guess. Like that. Yeah, I was gonna say you just you just earned that job in the audition room, Joey, and I just got I just got the Johnny Drama shaft on being the fall guy, and you're and you just pulled a Dean Kane and just walked in prematurely. All right, fellas, let's do this. Huh, fucking Dean Kane's auditioning. <laughs> yeah, fucking Superman. Huh? I'm gonna have a fucking panic attack. All right. Thanks, Joey. I guess I'll stick to being fucking Principal Wilkins or something, motherfucker. Uh, ah. No, but instead of the vampire <laughs> thing, which we were on five minutes ago before James Cameron, i I thought that I thought Anna Paquin of X Men fame was gonna be like a witch or something. I wasn't even expecting the lycanthrope aspect going on. I was like, oh, the ritual sacrifice, like Satan witch, you know? They're teasing the witch with Rhonda, and maybe I thought she was gonna be a witch or something. I don't know. I want some more witches in this man. They, there's a little yeah, bit of boobies. There, there needs to be some more witches. I agree. I yeah, agree. Which, witches and bitches. Which costumes? Which costumes? I need some witch I will say,
1: <laughs> I, I will say that the pictures the, of the, witches.
0: <laughs> the witches, budget, witches and bitches and snitches.
1: The apparent budget for fucking jack o' lanterns in this movie was unfucking
0: believable, dude. <laughs> Like, Yo, they it, just it, went to upstate New York. Seriously, <laughs> and then seriously. drove to the midway. Yeah, like come on, like we all know we have a million pumpkins around here. It's just like the 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 pound by the ounce. They do it by the pound, though, don't they? Yeah, uh, it's, it's yes, a good. Yep. Yeah. It's if a they good, if they don't if they don't do it by the pounds if
1: yes. they don't do it by the pound they then just eyeball and they they eyeball them and they say well these are these are dollar pumpkins these are fucking five dollar and then that's how the we pay do it yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah right you just eyeball it
2: yeah well no yeah it's pretty much it's like, Joey's you like, got your like large somebody pumpkin, ripped the bark. you got your off. jumbo pumpkin you got your mini pumpkins and you got your pie pumpkins can i get I a know which one's which
0: can i get a venti or a grande
1: <laughs> I don't
0: want a bendy I want a large
1: <laughs> I want a large Farva. I, want I don't a want a large farva. Of I want a liter of cola <laughs> um, were, were either of you good at carving pumpkins
0: that was my no. sister's thing my sister was very good at Danny the, Lanny
1: with the good yes. pumpkin carving skills yes
0: Danny Lanny had some skills and she uh, specifically did like a Heisenberg one not too long ago that was real nice. good. I don't know how to... I don't know. My sister just is too avid on social media, so I'm not plugging her Instagram because those posts are from forever ago. But, like, they're somewhere. Maybe if we do the post and we need to find some shit like we say we're gonna, I'll find mm-hmm. some pictures of them and post them, or we can just continue to do what we do and say we're gonna and then not do it. So, you know, and on to the next thing. Moving on. Keeping it rolling. If Kindle you, if you, if you are a Blart. listener...
1: If you are a listener of this fucking podcast and you are good at carving pumpkins, please send us your photos of the pumpkins to at LurkingClassBand on Instagram or LurkingClassBandOfficial or LurkingClassOfficial at gmail.com Ooh. and let us know. We would be interested in seeing those. I'm asking because I fucking sucked at carving pumpkins. And every year I get so hyped and I have all these, I'd have like the most like intricate idea in my head well, and I carve it and it looked like a fucking block, dude. It looked like I was a <laughs> seven-year-old with a fucking butter knife trying to carve a pumpkin. Every year it sucked. I think I had one good year. I did it I, I did a cool like Baphomet movies. thing. I did a cool Baphomet thing one year, and other than that, all my stuff's been shit. It's always been shit, dude. I can't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand how people do it. It's fucking brilliant.
0: We're in another world of arts. You don't gotta, feel too you bad. You gotta have the right tools. That's
2: what it is. You can't get those sh- those shitty cheap five ninety nine tools. That you, you can't like have that Walmart shrinkage. To you gotta to get stanza like, size you gotta, I don't even know. You gotta like order some like fucking metal. Special. It's gotta be metal. Yeah, it's, it can't be no. It can't be plastic. That's what it is, man. Or just is it one
0: write, of those carving ones? Yeah. The electrical one that you can have that goes back and forth and shit. think uh, even mm. those fucking sucks. Uh... Like a carver. Yeah. I feel. I
1: just feel. I feel like it's a George Washington carver. No, I just feel like it's one of those things <laughs> of like <laughs> peanut do, butter. I,
0: I think. I think.
1: Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Carter or peanut farmer. No, I just peanut think butter. That, I, I think. I think Joey's onto something. because oh well, you I
0: am naked.
2: Oh shit! You know what? I just had the idea. What if you like? Speech. do like your whole design but you use like a dremel to like you know engrave it into the pumpkin as before you cut it so that way it's already like there you just kind of got to get the whole ch- the, like the chunks and shit out well
1: chunks. for those of us that don't that don't own a dremel how could we, <laughs> how, could we make, how could we make this possible mine's because right over here i was on, what do you I mean, was on board i was on board with the whole like ordering like a nice like metal set offline but like a Dremel. If if I'm buying a Dremel and the only thing I'm using it for is to fucking carve pumpkins, <laughs> I'm probably going to kill yeah, myself with that hang Dremel. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> <know? So laughs> like, I just looked it up.
2: You can get it for like, you can get it at Harbor Freight for nine ninety nine. Whoa! Copyright. Dremel,
1: copyright. A fucking Dremel. A pumpkin Dremel. Specifically, uh, no. I mean, a, a, a it's
2: a Drillmaster something or another, but like, 5, it's a Dremel. <laughs> that sounds
0: so like dr- something made that. up in Captain Underpants. The Drillmaster <laughs> five thousand here. From Professor Poopy Pants.
1: So Joey, you <laughs> you have Joey not acknowledged. Poopypants. Was was there anyone in your family that was good at carving pumpkins? Mom, Dad, little brother, st- little straight edge brother who works at a fake Pizzan's Pizza. <laughs> Were they good?
0: Dude, at he's not straight pumpkins? edge anymore. Come Cody on. is
1: not straight edge anymore. I take that back. He broke edge. Yeah, dude,
0: he
1: Silence. He had, he had, he had Silence ensues. Joey, he anybody in your family good good at carving pumpkins?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, my mom was pretty good at carving pumpkins.
1: Was she, your brother she, good until he broke edge, or was that
0: not correlated? The, no, the he was spreading f- misinformation. He's like, well, he's like
2: me with a pencil, Like he's not very good with it. It's fidgety, yeah. Hmm. My brother and I were uh, pretty poop ass at it. Well, yeah, poop see, ass. He, he, yeah there we'll we go, poop, poop
0: ass. ass. So it's just the ladies, the ladies have the art carving skills. It's involved with food. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but like we are men and we cannot. No, <laughs> we do not no, I, have those skills. I do not art.
1: And Rhonda, Rhonda, of course, ill.
2: Basically,
0: <laughs> Rhonda's Ro- Ro- the witch? But I thought Ronda- maybe you know maybe she secretly still kind of is a witch, like a good See, witch though, it, like Sabrina.
1: Right. She's got you know, Sabrina it, vibes. It's definitely there. There's there's a lot of parts of this movie that are like that I are love timeless. Sabrina.
0: Such a good but, show. But yeah.
1: there's a couple things in this movie that are definitely uh indicative of the time in which it was shot the first thing is the fucking flip phones and the second thing <laughs> yeah. is is well th- the second thing is obviously the home telephone the landlines and the third thing is it's the f- the free use of a certain slang term to describe certain folks yeah, uh specifically Rhonda. that mm-hmm. was uh that was a little that you know that's the that only was, thing
0: that was of its time as a uh, yes. as a hundred percent as if Michael Doherty was going back looking on it right now. That's about the only thing you can mm-hmm. say because it's, I don't know. It's a little. I guess they're trying to be funny, you know. And usually, like sometimes, if it's like if it's all right humor and it's not derogatory, then like it can be funny. But like it's it's in it's just in passing, like so. When it's po- and it's kids too. And it's kids. Yeah, you know what? That's I think that that's what I was gonna say is if there's any justifying for some reason even though it's of its time, that's the, just we're saying it right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking kids and kids are fucking stupid. Obviously. Well, it's like, and if you remember too, they,
1: they, she, uh, the, the kid that uses that term, I think it's a little fat pirate fuckhead, um, ends up getting, getting, getting corrected. Like, no, she's a savant, you know, she's an idiot savant or whatever. I think like, that's how they had kind of explain that one away. So it's like, it's pretty clear after you listen to her talk, it's like, she's definitely, she's, she's on a different wavelength but like you know they kind of correct that pretty early on the one thing i will say that was very shocking the first time i saw this movie aside from all of the other stuff that happens is definitely i know earlier i referred to it as a massacre the idea that a group of parents get so uh they get so fed up with their their yeah, trouble killed their the troubled kids story
0: here dude that they it's they so hire
1: they hire out a poor old bus driver or, or a poor single bus driver to essentially kill, simultaneously execute all their kids at one time by chaining them to a bus, pushing it into a quarry, and then just leaving. Yeah, they raise enough money plan, for him to do right? that.
0: That was the that plan. That was
1: that was the plan. I would have liked it It's to not the A much. team.
0: It never comes together. These it plans. does not
1: come together not until our, the very end. Team
0: thousand dollars <laughs> right uh, until uh, if you're saying uh, are you are you given the reveal here because that this is for sure something I didn't know the first time I watched the movie I did no, not no. I did not make the connection of the bus driver possibly being alive still, maybe? So,
1: oh, no. So I was definitely, I I definitely did not see that one. I did not see that one. (laughs) No, I did not see that one coming. They did a very good job of keeping that, like, close wraps. Yeah, Um, so
0: what I was, like, not, like, yearning for, but, like, a little curious is, like, some more backstory on, like, how does the bus driver get here to, like, mm -hmm. agree to, is he really just, like, poor and a piece of shit or whatever? Because, like, the the way they show him in, like, the rear view and stuff is, like, he's, like, kind of, like, Ah fuck like he's he's you know holding up in the moment like definitely well, he gives him he a piece of something. candy
1: you know like as yeah, he's going still, and checking like he, all their stuff but, yeah, but he, he
0: kind of just winces for a minute you know and has yeah. like a moment of clarity of like this is not a good thing that i'm doing you know so i know like sure. you know maybe he had like a wife that a fucking like bunch of a school bus like drove over her or something and she's dead and he's you know you know I would have saying? liked to have, was there any I would more have of liked, that?
1: <laughs> I would have I would have liked to have uh checked out really what that was approach what that approach was like from the other parents what they offered him and what that exchange was like. And dude, how the fuck he chained them to the seats? That's what I want to know. Because you yes, never exactly. see that you just see him check the chains. Does he chain them in every time they go to school? Dude, like
2: gotta be something like that. Like
1: that's That makes no think. sense. That makes no sense. You're not chaining a kid in it. They gotta drive ten minutes to a school, then you gotta undo it. Yeah. That was done specifically for that day. It's yeah.
2: A, the kid it's The kid noticed when they turn to the wrong street.
1: Except the one kid who's like, wrong way, wrong way. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about.
2: That's the he didn't notice before.
1: He just noticed when they turned into the wrong street. I that kid did.
0: gave me anxiety. So that wrong. kid gave
1: me anxiety too. I loved his mask though. I thought the, the oh, Dracula yeah, mask was exactly pretty dope.
0: Yeah, it's funny how they're all like in Halloween costumes. It's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: No, I thought I thought that 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 whole sequence of that's like one that, of the darkest, darkest, most that was super up, dark, dude. Yeah, like extremely story. dark. Yeah. It's like we've all we've all heard what like you know groups of people families when they all band together they make really terrible shitty decisions but they can also make really good decisions too. This is one of those examples where it's like wow you guys Dude, killed yeah. all your kids and you got someone else to do it for you totally. like yeah, how that's tired could you have been remember they were like in the thing it's like the parents were so tired of of their their troubled children it's like. Yeah. What does that mean? How what, tired what, could you how, be how tiring could you be in like the fucking kids die. late fifties, early sixties? Like what is what does that even mean? No, oh, I gotta this this kid keeps saying he has to go home and he counts to number seven and he eats all my fucking wonder bread. I gotta throw him in the fucking quarry. I can't deal with this shit anymore. Fucking talking about <laughs> Halloween for the last fucking eight months. I need to get him out of here.
0: I'm
1: gonna hire I'm gonna hire this this alcoholic this bus driver to kill him, you know? <laughs>
0: Was he? I just, I, I,
1: I, agree. Oh. I agree. He might not have been, but he was also a bus driver. Nothing what was his drama?
0: Drivers, I just want to know what know. his trauma was. Yeah, we'll never know. So that's what well, I was thinking like a Freddy Krueger type backstory, you know, as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Well, as most franchises do, but like as it goes on, you find out like what the parents did and shit and how he was like a fucking child killer or whatever and then it goes on and like adds that he was like molesting each other and there's just more and more backstory for like this evil thing but it's like is like is mr Krieg not evil enough to have like gotten that you know because he gets his he gets his life due as we said by the end of the film so you know he's some sort of evil for a mm-hmm. even though it fucked up his plan did not go the way he wanted he was not oh, I hannibal <laughs> I, I know well, no, man, I think how about you doing?
1: How about you, do?
0: Uh,
1: No, I, uh, I, I agree. It would have been, it would have been nice to to hear a little bit more about that backstory. But I also think what was kind of cool about it was that I don't know. Th- this movie definitely does a very good job. Like, there's, there's, some, there's an interview I found along the way that I, am gonna get to here in, in in a little bit. But like, th- when I read it, a lot of these things that we're kind of talking about now like the things we admire the things where it's like we're talking right now it's like oh we don't get the backstory with certain things it's like i would have liked a little bit more but like we're we're like developing our own theories on it and it's only one fucking movie that takes place on one night you know what i'm saying 80
0: fucking minutes and each story is barely 20 minutes or something yeah
1: it's a very quick easy to watch film like fuck yeah it's very very easy
0: Can we borrow your pump yep. for, for UNICEF or some shit? That's well, funny.
1: as long we, as it's for a good cause. Yeah. yeah, for
0: a good cause. This old guy, they, they're pandering to him. It's pretty smart for some dumb fucking kids. But uh, no, uh, Lou, I'm not sure what you were going to say. But the one other thing I wanted to uh, talk about before we got into most of the little segments. I just want to talk about the actual one at the end with Sam and like Mr. Mr. Creek. That mm-hmm. whole the fight. And, like, shit like that. And, like, Sam's crawling on the ceiling. And then, you know, like you said, his hand comes apart and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. What oh, dude,
1: let's fucking get, get into it, man. Get get, get
0: get Joey's fucking thoughts on that because that's a real, like, you know, every death happens off screen. Like, we mm-hmm. don't really see a lot, of, a lot of guts and gore and crazy shit happening. So we get this whole, like, finale fight sequence that I think is planned on its own on purpose because there's no real good way to cut with the suspense that like they keep doing there. There's mm-hmm. a get the light gag or the light bulb gag when it like instantly explodes and Sam runs by.
1: I dude, love how it, creepy I, is that I, shit? Dude, I love when
0: it's a really good creepy like, oh we're finally getting into like some serial killer like stalker murderer type, you know, aspect of horror. And then the the, tr- the lyrics on the wall, the trick or treat song, yeah, the best,
1: yeah. the best torturing part of that. him
0: with candy made out of glass. <laughs>
1: Dude, the, 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 the w- arguably one of the creepiest parts about that is Sam is like, uh-huh. he's like giggling like a kid. Yeah, he is yeah. a kid. That's, to me that like always more cre- sadistic. Like, uh, but it but it's like it is. it's it's it Endearing, shows that level of innocence. sadistic. It, <laughs> yeah. it shows that like also level of like innocence where it's like ha ha ha. I'm fucking, you know, it's like a little I'm kid. I'm playing
0: with you. I'm playing yeah, with you
1: exactly, exactly. We're just exactly.
0: playing. Oh god, I'd kill Billy before I'd kill Sam, though. So I get it.
1: Charlie Brown's an asshole, you know. I mean, <laughs> you just got to go back to that. Just remind yourself that Billy is that's going true. to grow up.
0: You Billy's going to
1: grow up to right. to kill other little kids, which right. is fucked up. You know, that's why
0: I forgot. But yeah, I don't. I just, uh, it's a good like final sequence to really draw it out and also like. Everyone's good actor and you know, good performances in this movie, but getting like the master, the original Hannibal Lecter, Brian Cox himself, is a nice grab. Adds oh, yeah. a he, he adds a whole nother layer of that, like you know, classic old man, like Scrooge of Halloween, exactly. He, you know, the, the whole the the finally getting old how everything is like you have billy you have the, you have how things are when you're a kid you have when you're a little older and you bully the mean girl and shit happens you have when you're in your 20s and you want to fuck and and you know whatever that whole thing is going on and then you have if you're a family man or you have a job when you're older like principal wilkins like you have all it's like it goes throughout decades or some shit of like your life throughout halloween and this is what could happen to a mean old bus driver that does something bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is it what hits,
1: it is. It it's uh I think you're onto something very important. I think that's why this is one of those movies where you can easily recommend this to really within reason, uh, any age bracket, you know, that's kind of right. It's for a lot because... of
0: demographics. That's true.
1: It hits it hits almost all of them because of exactly what you just said. You get the you know the the kids in in school. You get the kind of like whatever younger couple in their you know mid to late twenties. And yeah, it gets the, the single the, adults. the
0: single girl with like you know when she's walking around looking at all the the centaur how they're a couple and she's mm-hmm. having that whole young twenty something single life is what I would call it I guess mm-hmm. you know something like that yeah. Then you got the Leslie Bibb the couple and everything just going. You're right, you and then you know, whatever it is that happened to Principal Wilkins and why his wife's dead, briefly mentioned, but we don't really know anything as far as I'm aware. i mean, no, that's, he
1: never he never, uh, they never really this to on what uh
0: yeah, no. you know, so so that's a little older, like he's not bitter and old like Mr. Krieg, he's kind of still like a family man and has a job, you know. It's a different kind of demographic, even though they're both just you know, middle to older aged men, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. it's the it's the tradition type stuff. He has a serial killer, whatever, and Mr. Creek here has his whole like uh, uh whatever it's called, being the Scrooge of Halloween, turning bitter on it, and getting his due, etc. Or you know maybe he survived his due with Sam and then just gets fucked by life, his life choices. Well, see that's <laughs> that's,
1: that's that was the point that I was talking about initially where he had avoided Sam circling back
0: Tarantino, bitch. He
1: had, he had avoid, he had, he had basically had avoided the wrath of the final
0: destination. He avoided, he played
1: along. He gave him, he gave him candy. He participated in Halloween cheer that, you know, the, the actual, the, the ritual of Halloween, right. As to how some people interpret it, he avoided the wrath of Sam. However, fucking because those kids rustled the fucking feathers of those souls and fucked with that watery ass grave. They came out looking for vengeance. Right. And that's the only reason that happened is because, because dude, he lived until his, until whatever he was until he died. Why didn't they just get out of the water and kill him fucking that next night or the next Halloween? The veil was was thin every fucking Halloween. That's what I'm getting at. Those kids, although they're now dead, rest their fucking souls right all four of them <laughs> even the little fat fucking As far pirate. as we
0: know off screen as
1: far as we know they were trying to kill or they were trying to scare the shit out of a savant which is mean and heartless on halloween but they brought back to fu- they they disturbed the grave brought up these zombies who then went and took their fucking vengeance out on them so basically you know what we're what?
0: saying is kids fuck everything up correct they Fucked up multiple things Always. multiple things not just one fuck up multiple fuck ups thanks kids correct Kids, darn whippersnappers! Oh, you Gen Zers, sing the song, Lou.
1: You Gen, Z- no! <laughs> uh! My brain is currently exploding, ladies <laughs> no, and
0: gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and Z is the last letter of the alphabet, which is why <sighs> we end on that. I feel like there's a good, there's a good last line too of somebody saying something about like, let's do this next Halloween, and it's very much just like this happens every year for eternity and eons on end until the next trigger tree and then the music I've, plays it out you know that's what i, I that's what i imagine
1: i very much i very much liked what you had mentioned just about kind of I just how did that... the
0: baseline to walking away i think by streetlight too that was funny
1: yes you did yes
0: that was you what did. I just did yeah anyhow
1: no, I will say that the the idea of how this kind of came to a close, like the the final like crescendo in the actual movie itself, with the the battle um, between the two, because you're right, this is the only thing you see on screen. There's he's got a gun, actual, dude. Only gun. He's got a gun. He gets his the primary weapon that Sam Double uses is essentially Fucking
0: blast him. He's got a boomstick, buddy. Hail to the chin, he, baby.
1: He does, and dude, Get Sam ends up. How many? He gets shot six times.
0: Yeah, Something he gets like he gets shot a chunk of times and one of them's in his pumpkin head.
1: Yeah, one of them is. Oh
0: my god, yeah. pumpkin head! Lance Hendrickson. Ooh. That's what I thought you was just doing. I <laughs> thought that was what Joey oh. was just gonna do. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, Bride of Pumpkin Head. That's awesome.
1: Joey, this is the loudest that you've been all episode, and it was for that, and I like it, so (laughs) thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome.
0: I love what you're doing, I love the pizzazz that you bring to this.
1: (laughs) But, uh,
0: any, yeah, Joey.
1: No, Joey, I was gonna ask, like, did you have any, like, what out of all the different storylines, regardless of how many times they intertwine, intersect, all that shit, did you have any, like, sequences that, like, really stood out to you that you always go back to in, in a, a story or an anthology collection like this?
2: Dude, honestly, the the scene you guys were just talking about with Sam attacking, uh, or the whole lead-up with the kids and everything, that's kind of, like, the thing I think about, like, every time I watch this movie. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that I that's kind of like the story I really follow the most because I feel like it's the one that kind of like takes over more of the movie
1: uh, definitely the second I mean definitely whatever from you know basically post werewolves oh, yeah. Asia- uh, orgiastic fucking blood ritual sacrifice there it is it's, it's Mr. Krieg it, 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 that's, that's <laughs> it that's, that's really what it's we about stay and on Sam.
0: Him. we and stay Sam. on it. yeah and Sam and we stay mm-hmm. on it you know yeah mm-hmm. We get a lot like of about, jump scare type moments. The hand under the bed, like, you know, turn the light on, fucking pumpkin, flaming pumpkin with blood on the walls. No, no. So, now, I, so I, much I is going on, on almost in this one thing.
1: And you get some, you get some Home Alone style booby traps, courtesy of Sam, oh, yeah. you know, like. Ooh. That's what I said. Just, I said
0: booty traps. That's what, that's I, what, what I said.
1: Um, the, the, <laughs> the one, the one thing I want to ask both of you is, did Mr. Creek get his Achilles tendon cut, or was it oh, just the dude. back of his leg, dude, or was it just, I just the back it of his was leg? I because oh, That's yeah. pet cemetery, that's a pet cemetery wax, fucking pet cemetery. sequence, dude. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah. dude. That's a what lot I'm of, saying.
0: It's a lot of things. I feel like it's a good homage too. So, to.
1: so is did they hit his Achilles tendon, or is it just the back of his leg?
0: When they show him, it's the back of his leg, but at first it looks like his it, Achilles tendon. It, so it's yeah. two, sh- it's probably two shots that they glued together and kind of were Sam Raimi about it, just like nah, it's funnier
1: it's like i think dude that's one of the the car backing
0: up people dead (laughs) (laughs) it's clearly inconsistent lou just like calls it out and i'm just like well we're doing a sam raimi movie so i actually have a reason for this and the reason is there is no reason it looks funny (laughs) ha (laughs) ha (laughs) ha sam raimi says fuck you from beyond uh, the grave to Lou, yeah, so yeah, yeah. funny. It's definitely something like that. I think. I think it's just a minor fudge up that they're like, "Who cares?" There's so much going on in this like 20 minute sequence.
1: Well, th- the reason the reason I asked the reason I asked the both of you that is because you brought up a very good point. Like this is the this is basically the first on kill or on screen kill and battle that we really for, see.
0: Dude, you're really like the final girl battle in most like horror films, and we have. It's not a final girl. It's this old dude. Ronda Rhonda Ronda, Ronda Ronda's is the final girl. girl. Yeah, Ronda's, Ronda's the, the final No, that's what I mean. She's she's the final yeah. girl, but in the aspect of like having a showdown at the end of yes. the film as the climax would be with the killer person and the final girl, like Sam fits his role a little more, having it be old man Mr. Krieg because of all you know, the the traditions of Halloween that he's been disrespecting and such and such and such and whatnot. His with the bah school Hall bus mask yeah his ba halloween bug
1: <laughs> i like i like the fact that like after all that happens to him and sam walks away I love when
0: sam's crawling on the roof but when he's trying to get out too. dude i dude. love that i love that moment the shots are all like
1: the shots are dude, so good the
0: shots are like a predecessor to krampus like a hundred percent that's what that whole movie was, dude yeah right yeah, mm-hmm. and with I even just, more creepy looking creatures and shit before you really see what Sam looks like and everything and Krampus is just the one up of that but like just these brief moments of these shots with like silly action and shit going on is like the 100% of what Krampus was clear clear hey I'm gonna do this in a few years <laughs> well
1: the the, the actual <laughs> I did design Halloween,
0: so now I'm gonna do Christmas and next up is Valentine's Day from hell What did
1: I I will say that like the 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 costume design. The costume design in general, like throughout this whole movie, obviously Sam being the most memorable, but even like the zombified kids. Even though, again, it's a very short scene that we see the design overall, even the non-gory weird shit, the selections that they have. Dude, the whole werewolf sequence, like although, oh yeah, the, that's
0: a whole CG. Dude, that's, like, a, that's going good going right werewolf a good transformation. It's a good.
1: It's a good. It's a good. Yeah, that's a, yeah, good, that's a good, effects, good on-screen. Yeah, we have. You know,
0: I was gonna say, yeah, we didn't jump into too many technical aspects of the film because we were just admiring the lore and the tradition and fake backstories of all these characters. But, (laughs) but like, it is... You could just say from a film watcher or filmmaker's perspective, you know, like us watching some fucking band noticing a little thing because we're a musician. Like, maybe a filmmaker is watching this with, like, oh, dude, there's a little crooked, like, camera tilt, Sam Raimi, you know, there's some weird walking on the fucking ceiling upside-down effects where it's all, like, fucking Krampus and whatever. And there's just all these very good effects obviously practical or cg even if it's not gory or anything like that it's just like it's a pretty well put together film which for anyone that doesn't like the stories or they think it's too cutesy or kidsy or scary stories to tell in the dark style or whatever the fuck it's not edgy enough or some shit i feel like you can at least enjoy some of those i guess i'd said technical aspects of it it's just filmed pretty well like oh i agree yeah, you know, that's probably the why shots. they finally gave Doherty a chance with Krampus.
2: There's no like extra bullshit shots in this movie. You yeah, know, it's like tight. killer shots. It's all like because, I know. I mean, I guess it's also because of the way the movie's like made. Yeah, You've it's got, all put like...
0: together, it's not separate segments, you yeah, know. They could have yeah. done a whole like just do it on its own. Creepshow, show yeah. Twilight Zone style, you know, one to the next. Mm-hmm.
1: And they they don't, and that's kind of what's nice about it. That, and that's kind of the that's I guess what I think. when I would argue that this is going back to what we were talking about with the anthologies. The Which the what main makes it tie- holds up for sure. The main t- the main tie-in here is Halloween. Yeah. The main tie-in in this fucking like creep show is. Halloween it's a fucking there's you actually have the creep but it's the the idea that it's a comic book so that's what ties that all together even though they're separate fucking stories there's one th- common thread that is playing in all of them or throughout all of them and that's
0: not wayne
1: exactly so it's like i, I just that's i how you I pronounce think that, it yep sound so You're it's pro- like
0: we've decided to pronounce things correctly this one episode what <laughs> I for sure saw it on paper as Sam Hain for my entire life until a few years ago and
1: until this I, movie <laughs> until I started really getting into like magical thought and shit. It's like, I, yeah, always I felt saw like, that growing up.
0: Yeah. You would see it earlier at some point and be like, Oh, son of a bitch. You know, like how old, were, how, how old were you when you found that out? And uh, you know, I was, I was my third rewatch times old when I figured out Mr. Krieg was the bus driver. So there's some good shit with this movie. That you oh, can the rewatchability is fucking re-watch.
1: unbelievable, dude.
0: Yeah, and just watch it on Halloween, dude. Like, it's not a summer, like, slasher movie or anything like that, you know? It's a legit Halloween. Watch it on Halloween. Watch it around spooky season. Watch it right now, bitches, when this movie drops. Or this mm-hmm. podcast. It just turned into a Zebrahead song for some reason. So
1: is is this... Uh, I don't know where the two I, of you I recommend it. it. Where... Well, I was going to say... Do you recommend it but also do you, does anyone know where this is streaming cuz I have it?
0: No, so, I, I don't I don't think it I don't think it is currently, unfortunately.
1: Well, pay the fucking the $4 to rent it if you haven't seen it or yeah, pay the $4 to get the DVD and fucking at a FYI that's going out of business because this will not disappoint. This will not disappoint. This is a good one.
0: And rewatchability if you want to own it.
1: Oh, it's oh, huge. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I watch it year-round, so I mean, like, it's...
0: And you do. You have it, too, DVD. right, Joey? Yeah, I do. You have a yep. DVD? You have, like, an, yep. you have like a Shout Factory collector's edition or any shit like that?
2: No, I don't. Because I... A,
0: it's just the original DVD from when it came out. That's cool, because there was, like, a 30-minute or something, like, behind-the-scenes, like, DVD extra thing that I found that gave me a lot of good, like, fact stuff and was just, you know, I like watching those things. Yeah. You know, like, Crystal Lake Memories or some shit like that. That's. oh yeah. I, I like stuff, stuff like awesome. that. Yeah, so that's why. Uh, so that's why I was gonna say, Lou, if you remember your thought of an interview or something you wanted yes. to say, uh, we can get into some factual, some lore. Let's do a so, thing.
1: So, I wanted to. Sh- I I found this really really cool interview uh, from 2013. So it, it the movie had already been out for a little of the bit, but there was boy?
3: with the doughboy
1: uh, of, of the doughboy. And obviously, what <laughs> why I chose this one is because there was i know we didn't really talk but i'm sure you've got some stuff on this but th- there had been like rumors about a sequel there there was a comic book and stuff Ooh, like that there I was have, printed material heard. yeah but there there was a sequel talk for like a very long time and that was one of the questions that was kind of posed towards doherty and some of the other interviews i had seen and personally this is me personally saying this i'm kind of glad that they kept this to one movie because. It's really this perfect idea in a world of sequels and a world of reboots like this can stand alone. It's one story. It does. You can make a trick or treat, too. You can make a fucking I don't get jack-o'-lantern. You can make a jack-o'-lantern. Don't don't call it trick or treat. Let trick or treat be its own thing. And right. the common thread, See you know, like readings, it's exactly yeah. just keep, it doesn't have a lot
0: of other names. So you
1: don't need to, you don't need to do anything else with this. This is perfect. But I found this, uh, I found this interview from 2013. Uh, this is via Screen rant. Um screen Harry, rant. Harry, Nemiroff is the, uh, the writer. Uh, they're the interviewer for screen rant. And he had asked a question about kind of the timelessness of this material and uh, Michael Doherty, and it's funny because we were talking about like the dating of this or, or whatever, and there was only a few things in there. But, uh, but Doherty had said, quote, I like to take the approach of making things purposefully timeless by avoiding certain technology, avoiding slang. If you're going to use source music, use something you know that's going to have a classic appeal. It's easier to make a movie dated by using too much pop culture or using too much contemporary technology. And by avoiding a lot of that stuff, I think you give yourself the advantage of giving it that timeless feel. And I would I would agree, other than I some like obvious shit, yeah. it is the type of thing where it's like, this is just it floats within this time frame and it's it's not so far out there with the, you know, with how it's shot and, and, and the special effects and the practical effects. It's a good sprinkling in of everything and it doesn't lean too heavily on and being like, This is clearly an eighties movie, this is clearly a nineties movie. It's like it's somewhere in the two thousands. That's mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, you can just it, tell from like the you know the camera, shit exactly like that, the the lens, whatever you want to call it, that pan exactly.
1: Because dude, even 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 the amount of times I've rewatched it since it's it's come out, it's like it's never felt dated. It's not mm. like you're watching fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Or like oh
0: God! So Last house on
1: the left, and you're just like Jesus ah, Christ. So I need to take a fucking bath now. You know, like I need this- to turn the <laughs> brightness up on my television
0: to 1,011. Cause it's like fuck, they're so dark.
1: This just looks. It, it looks. It, it looks fine. It, I get timeless. it. You want
0: it to be dark because that's what scares people. But I want to see what's happening, sort of, and follow the story sometimes. Uh.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> ah, so they learn. They learn.
1: So I, I have a couple things too. Uh, a couple quotes that he had specifically about Sam, and he had asked the interviewer uh, Perry had asked about the uh, inspiration of Sam, and kind of the inspiration of the movie itself, like what really kicked all this off. And he he had said, "Quote: It was Sam, the original inspiration." is that I'm obsessed with Halloween as a cultural event, as a holiday, as a weirdly dark, ancient holiday with genuinely sinister, strange roots, and that all got embodied in Sam. He was part of an animated short film that I did at NYU way back in 1996. Sam was the origin point, and he just continued to pop up over the years in my greeting cards. I'm working on a script, he'd show up in the margins, so he's been with me for a very long time. And then the interviewer asked about what Sam is. And uh, Mr. Mr. Doe whore, had responded, quote, I think when it comes to making a movie monster, ambiguity is actually a good thing. We don't know what Michael Myers really is. He's not just a psychopath. He can take 20 bullets and get back up. Same thing with Jason Pinhead. The more you explain about your creature, the less mystery you have, and he's less frightening. And I've kind of enjoyed hearing about people's interpretations and theories about who and what he is, but you can sum them up very simply. He's the spirit of Halloween incarnate End quote, so
0: Ooh. he said that- the spirit thing and you were ripping on Joey.
1: I was Yay. ripping on Charlie because Spear, Spear Halloween is, is apparently not just a store that invades every closed down Toys R Us yeah. in the capital region it's for so a period of a month to, and a half. To the Toys
0: R Us, <laughs> that conglomerate is no more. They're going to continue to invade that Toys R Us because it'll yes. never be back up again.
1: Well, see, you know, it's just like, it's the Christmas tree shops. Why don't you just fucking buy a store and invade know, it right? all year? Yeah, I don't need a Christmas year? tree shop. Mm. I don't need a Christmas tree. I need a Christmas tree shop between November 1st and fucking January 1st. I don't need one in <laughs> so the middle trips? of fucking, in, in April. In July. Okay. In July.
0: You might I'm need not worried sweater. about getting a
1: fucking wreath, bro. I'm worried about <laughs> getting a wreath on fucking no- November fucking 19th. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Like.
0: Lou fills his weekends. He goes to Bed Bath & Beyond and has a nice little Saturday every Maybe Saturday.
1: Bed Bath & Beyond, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> Will be enough time. time.
0: I do like the very ending, too, of them all, just of seeing everyone kind of going about their ways, who survived the night and such. And yeah. Billy, Billy is dressed up as Principal Wilkins.
1: Oh, that was great, dude. I feel like if you're not paying attention, that scene can move by very quickly and you won't notice it. Oh yeah.
0: Like, it's, it's obviously
1: – it's obvious that it's Billy. I'm not saying that that's not obvious. I'm just saying, like, if you're watching that as, like, kind of a passerby, it's like, oh, there's the kid. He's wearing glasses and a shirt. It's like if you're not, like, actually looking at that, it's like, oh, shit, that's actually his dad's fucking clothing. His dad was like, <laughs> Billy, I'm going to go fucking – you know, I mean, I'm going to score fucking- – I'm going to get my dick wet and fucking, you know, like that, It that is not something that was necessarily like, if you're just watching that in passing, it's, it's at night, the pans over to him quickly, he's handing out candy. Like that was a very awesome, like, Hey, this is the resolve of the movie. Here's who survived.
0: Yeah. It was literally like five seconds that I just saw as we were finishing up. Cause I was watching it as usual in the background and was just like, ah, I just want to, I need to let people know. <laughs> That's before the big sting at the end with the school bus massacre, kids or whatnot.
1: Absolutely love it. Yay. Yeah,
0: good bangs. Uh, other facts that I know you guys are fucking Jones into here.
1: Lay it on me.
0: Would have to be at least. Let's let's talk about some horror-related people. Some horror-related. Filmmakers such as John Carpenter, who oh, would be the inspiration for Brian Cox's Mr. Creed character. He
3: course. said
0: he wanted to base his look off of something like an aged old rocker, someone who hasn't changed their look in like over 40 years, and he felt like that was John Carpenter, and especially with the nose. Uh, yeah. I felt like the that was... The
1: scraggly white hair.
0: Yeah, I forget every time that I'm like... Why does Brian Cox look so weird? I hear his voice, you know, and you're like, I know that guy's fucking voice. I know it's Brian Cox. But then he, <laughs> but, then he lo- but then he looks like that, so it's funny. Uh, and somewhat ties into that is, I believe it's during the School Bus Massacre flashback that we see the car from... Christine, Christine. M- motherfucker. Yeah, yep. dude. 1958 Plymouth Fury is what it was oh, billed yeah. as. Uh, same same color and everything. I oh think.
1: yeah, that red and white awesome little red. stripe in there. Yep. Yep.
0: Pretty little car. There's some John Carpenter for you folks. Uh we've mentioned a bunch about traditions and all that, you know, uh Samhain stuff. Sawin. Sawin? Yeah. The quiet the silent M in like an interview. Doherty says that. And he's like, so it's a silent M. He kinda says it where it's like, yeah, it's weird. it's like, okay, yeah, because I always wouldn't have gotten that, but speaking of him being obsessed with Halloween, one of the things I thought that was really good in this uh behind the scenes interview thing is they're interviewing Leslie Bibb, and she is like distraught over like how how just much of a wreck of like a practical jokester Doherty is behind this behind the scenes and on the set and stuff and she's like she cannot handle it and the interview just starts off right away with like Michael Doherty is a mean little boy who gets off on torturing nice girls or something like that (laughs) and it's just like she's clearly bitter and it has happened and in the middle of the interview he pops out of nowhere and freaks her out and it cuts to another interview of her sitting back down being like did you see what just happened like I, <laughs> I am not safe anywhere, and it's just like yeah, that's that's classic. Like she's that's she's awesome. she's making it low hanging fruit. Obviously, she's very not about the horror stuff. She's a pal. She's a good actor, you know. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny though. Somebody go find those behind the scenes DVD extra things, anything like that. Because uh, these other facts, I don't know if they're on there, but. One of the ones I liked was that all the performers playing the kids in the school bus massacre scene all had real life disabilities or injuries. So apparently, a lot of the kids bonded while on the set because they like they bonded over their disabilities and their injuries. You know, they have they have a connection right there. That's pretty cool. And it was That's very awesome. uh, yeah, I know. And I was just like, oh, that is really nice. I don't know, you know, just became friends on the set. Happens with. Plenty of actors and stuff like that, but these are just kids specifically hired to dress up and play kids with disabilities or injuries or something. And they actually, they they found that, you know? Talk about whitewash in Hollywood. This is ahead of the curve, man. And we're talking about it being of a time. Well, that time must have been great, 2007. I was okay with it. How about you? Another fact that we have is that they couldn't use any recognizable candy wrappers or you know big name mm. big name brands in this film because quote all of our candy in this film is either poisoned or filled with razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes it kind of makes it hard. Yeah, yeah. Kind of makes it hard to get uh get some brands uh sponsoring the film and such like that using your candy to kill kids and a your bunch of junk. Hershey bar. But they said it helped them become more creative and uh, it was kind of more fun because they had to come up with their own stuff, such as Big Fudge Log.
1: Dude, that was so gross looking. That was like,
0: a disgusting one, which is just like, so is this gross. a sexual big is, sexual undertone? <laughs> well, is either that Norman.
1: big? Yeah, big big boy there.
0: Big boy. This is
1: my Halloween costume. Yeah, nice shirt, you fuck. I, knew I know. Kids like you in we school. knew all you those fucking douchebags.
0: Don't even mention them. Where's the shirt that says this is my Halloween costume? Uh, it's like so orange. Lame. Go to hell, you piece of shit. We'll so be falling a river because of a school bus someday, you fuck. <laughs> I don't have anything else too crazy just to you know, get the movie, buy it, rent it, do whatever. If there's that 30 minute DVD extra thing and you're slight glutton like me at all for that behind the scenes info and wondering how shit got made and if there's any just funny things or a director's a practical practical jokester on set and likes to scare pretty naive actresses or something you know yeah (laughs) it's fun it was definitely funny
2: great a great fucking movie
0: it's a a good one
2: 10 out of 10 baby
0: 10 out of 10 babies 10 out of 10 baby Joey gives it 10 babies out of all the possible babies that you could give. Nah, Joey when, somebody, gives-
2: when somebody actually asks, like, what kind of movie they want, or like what movie they want for Halloween, I'm like, this is always a recommendation from
3: me. Like,
2: yeah, you can kind
0: of put it on if it's in the background and you're not going to pay attention a lot either, yeah. or if you just have short attention spans. Like, you get 15, 20-minute stories. Yeah, you watch one story, you know? and then, like, yeah. you
2: come back a little bit later, and you watch Dude, the... You, oh, oh, here's the result of that story. Yeah, you know? that was, the,
0: ex- yeah, that was cool. the same thing. I was like, I'll just put it on for half an hour, and then tomorrow I'll watch the end of it or some shit, you know? Yeah. That's my game plan, baby girls. And speaking of plans... I have plans to play games with you faces.
3: Nah, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Bring it.
0: You have opened the crypt. And that means, Lou, you can get first dibs on our classic game number uno to figure out who goes first in the next game, where we're going to do a nice weird algorithm, because we got a couple well-known actors, I'd say, in this film. The... Uh, I don't, I don't know who would be number one, but you got to pick separate people because we're only doing one.
1: Let's yes. Go- okay. I'm going to uh, go with Brian. Co- I'm going to go with Brian Cox just because Cox, like, super yeah. trooper.
0: Cause you are a leader of Cola. <laughs> <I> think- <laughs> I'm
2: going to go for Anna Paquin. I think
0: Anna Paquin. You said Brian Cox or Anna Paquin. Is that what we're going with?
3: Yeah yeah. Hell yeah.
0: All right. Well, Anna Paquin is number one. Not sure what she's making oh! right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, what the fuck is Alright, uh, whatever. Joey, celebrate the small <laughs> victory before you get killed in this main <laughs> right. event. I'm ready
2: for it. I'm ready for my death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've just seen her face in recent shit lately. What? I don't even know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't I couldn't I couldn't tell you anything like recent, but there's probably something. There's probably something.
0: Yep. Um. There might be something. No, Leslie Bibb's number two and Brian Cox is number three. Brian Cox Word. and the secession thing was big. I feel like we did a weird algorithm with him at some point when we did Slam and Salmon. I think we did. Yes. Super Dude, yeah. And yeah. I mean, maybe he took it from them. Maybe it wouldn't have been above whatever Anna Paquin and Leslie Bibb are doing. Ooh. All right, Joey. You, you won that game, which – clearly just means you get to go first in the next game it's like a hollow victory but i thought it's an anthology you know kind of sort of a bunch of stories you know kind of combined into one anything like that i don't know what to do here let's it's been a while since we played some leonard malton and i just i got it's it's horror like horror leonard halloween time leonard malton Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> so i got three categories and three rounds and i'll remind y'all of the rules and, and how it goes but you know it's pretty pretty memorable self-explanatory uh joey you, you get you get the fun job of getting to pick which category you think is gonna benefit you and then we'll do three rounds of movies and close out our halloween special See so we we need a champ for Halloween. Of course. Halloween champ. Yeah, we, we just did we Halloween. just did a we just did a three-parter and like, you know, kind of fucked around on the first two cuz it's fun. It Was our Hawaiian adventure. But uh we get we need some real shit here. So, would you like to hear your category choices? Yes Jose- sir. Josefe. Category 1 is called Classic Horror. Ooh, so simple. Ooh. Followed by Return of the Killer Sequels. Ooh. Or our last one, The Legend of the Helmsman. So you got Classic Horror, Return of the Killer Sequels, and Legend of the Helmsman. Let's go down what do you Classic
2: th- Horror rabbit hole.
0: What do you think Classic Horror could possibly mean when Mike says that category thing is called classic horror. Well, I think of classic as being the 80s. Oh, right on. So we are going to do some 80s films. Now, if y'all remember and for the audiences that I don't remember, audience members or whoever's out there listening to this here thingamajigger that we do, Leonard Maltin is a movie reviewer. A very well known and renounced one. Not Roger Ebert. Fuck off. But he likes to review movies. And there's a little game from Doug Loves movies that we like to play. It's very fun. The gist is I look up a review. Instead of giving the old name out, you boys gotta guess the name. And the way and the clues that you get are the year, Leonard's star rating out of four stars, and then you get a brief blurb or two. That Leonard says about said film. And then I will read off the amount of actors he lists from the film. And in reverse order, you guys get to bid based on the year and the star rating and the clues Leonard gives you what you might think the film will be. And remember how, if we get into negatives, you then have to name the actors in order, which is pretty tough, but I know we did that one time. If someone wants to really show their big, big, Balls and testicles and non Jason Alexander sized thingamajiggers. We can always do that, but you know we got three rounds. So, if you gentlemen are ready, Joey, you'll start the bidding when ready. But Let's would you do to, it. Would you like to hear your clues? This is for both yes, of you. So I remember So, so both, so both of y'all listen. Copy. We are starting with a film from 1982, and Leonard. Ooh. Gives it a whopping one and a half stars. Which is out of four. In case I didn't mention that. And what he says. Is this is faithful to the original story. But non-stop parade parade of slimy repulsive special effects. Turns this freak show. Or turns it into a freak show. And drowns most of the suspense. And then we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven actors listed. So starting from seven, whatever you want to go to, Joey, you can jump down the line and bid that you want to hear seven names from the from the back. Or so remember, if you say six, the lead of the film is the name you don't hear, basically.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Right, so you got seven names. What do you want to send that, Lou? And obviously, if somebody doesn't know it, and you want to say name it, you tell the other person instead of choosing a number. They gotta name it and guess. Whenever you want to give in, you know.
2: Uh, yeah. Let's let's do the number four.
0: So you want four names, Lou? Could you take? Could you you think Joey can get that in four names? You wanna you want a bit that You can do better.
1: I think I can Jesus Christ. I think I can do better. I think I can do three. You
0: can think you can do 3 cuz if we just if we don't go into negatives all you got to do is guess what the movie is. And of course I can read back the blurb and the year, anything you need like that, but that's three names to you, Joey.
2: Oh, I don't know if I can do it in less than 3 to be honest with you
0: then your only options are to (laughs) choose a number less than three or to tell Lou to name it, and he gets three names.
2: Name it, Lou. All
0: right, Lou, are you ready for three names? Or would you like to hear your clues again? Is that a werewolf? Oh, oh, just,
1: yeah. yeah, and then yeah, go, and then go no, into the last, and then
0: just give me the last three. Yeah, so you get the year is 1982, mm-hmm. and Len- Leonard only gave it one and a half stars, mm-hmm. and then he says, it's faithful to the original story, but a nonstop parade of slimy, repulsive special effects turns this into a freak show and drowns most of the suspense. And then he listed seven names, and you got three, so from the back... Your three names of actors are David Clennon, TK Carter, and Donald Moffat. Name this movie Lou. Ooh,
1: you are talking about the thing, motherfucker. Fucking old I'm eyebrows. Sorry. Fucking old eyebrows. It is just the Fucking...
0: thing. <laughs> Not motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking old eyebrows, Moffitt Gary Moffat. Fucking gonna fly Trapped away. On Paradise. Oh my god! Burning away in Pennsylvania is. Does that guy Moffitt. ever look
1: normal? As a guy, <laughs> I don't even want to say normal in a bad we way. We talked about like, that
0: in Trapped I in Paradise. We know what we did. The we eyebrows
1: freak me out. The eyebrows freak me out, dude. Jump
0: into <laughs> our Christmas episode, folks. <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was good. Lou, you get a point. We're doing 3 so we're doing best out of 3 here. Obviously. So that re that means I uh I owe you guys another movie. At least one more. Possibly two. We don't know. I don't know if we'll have time Saturday. Uh So Joey, you can um you can start the bidding as we did Dude, similarly. Dude, there's are fucking howling. Yeah, you hear that? Is there? Yes. a Is there a werewolf?
1: It's a howling too. Dude, I'm not hearing anything.
2: Oh. Because it's
0: coming from inside your house. It's coming from inside the house. Oh
2: my gosh, oh, I just heard it. Look at. Some not, not inside my house. I heard it in the headset.
0: Okay, Lou's point. So Lou, if you remember, keep this in mind, Joey, when you're bidding that if Lou gets this one, he's he's won. You got to hang in there by getting. Oh this. shit. Yeah, guy. All right.
2: Uh, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Where we go? Where we go? Uh,
0: all right. So the film in question is from the year 1980. Leonard gives it one and a half stars. <laughs> it's like he didn't like any of these fucking movies or something.
1: Doesn't Doesn't sound like it.
0: And what he says is... This film rates higher than a bomb due to an admittedly bravo finale. And (laughs) slightly better than part two. This is great. And the, there's that howling. Good. And the amount of names listed.
3: Uh Yeah, there's no
2: howling going on at my house right now. I don't know what that is.
0: Our seven names. We got seven names to Joey from 1980. One and a half stars.
2: Uh, six, buddy.
0: <laughs> Joey doesn't know what the movie is and needs six names. How about you, Lou?
1: Um, I'll do – I'll try five, I guess.
0: Five to you, Joey. Uh, oh, Joey,
2: let's go down to four.
0: Four,
2: Lou.
1: Oh, uh, dude, so <laughs> oh.
0: you can keep going. This is how this is. I know, I know,
1: I know, I <laughs> know. Joey, can you do it in
0: three? Oof, I don't know. Three, <laughs> Joey. You can do it. You can do it in three, Joey. Say two. Give him two. Come on. Come on, buddy. <laughs> two, buddy. Uh, <laughs> ah!
1: Can right, you do all right, it? In all right, Joey. Name the fucking movie, dude. Oh fuck, dude.
0: All right, Joey. Can I hear that description again. I will give you the descriptions from 1980 with one and a half whopping stars from Leonard your description is this film rates higher than a bomb due to an admittedly bravo finale and because it's slightly better than part two and there's seven names listed Joey you get two names at the bottom of the list are you ready to show your prowess my good sir let's do it your two names are Kevin Bacon and (sighs) Janine Taylor Name. What film is this, Joey? Oh, fuck, dude.
1: <sighs> Bruh. Dude, <laughs> Kevin... I
2: cannot think of the fucking name of this movie.
0: Kevin Bacon. Oh, my God. What the fuck? And Joey. Can I
2: steal this? Can I steal this?
0: No, you cannot <sighs> steal this.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Joey. Uh dude your time's up <laughs>
0: dude the fucking howling what is dude going oh my on? god
2: dude my brain just farted so much for shit. an 80
0: minute anthology this is gonna take a light year <sighs> joey 1980 has a good finale kevin bacon's in it there's a part two i will count down five you are incorrect <laughs> Lou, dude, know, fuck, I'm Lou, Lou, that's the crowd cheering for Lou. They're Matthew McConaughey ahead of Space and Time, oh. and already knew that he was gonna win today's round, which we will now never say.
1: Do you want me to tell you what that is, Joey? Yeah, dude, Friday thirteenth, man, Kevin Bacon.
0: Oh my fucking god, dude, come dude. on,
1: we everyone like. That's like the name. That's like <laughs> the name. Dude, it's, the name and
3: it's the, the last name.
2: name. Oh. That's the name. That's
1: name.
3: It's the last
2: name. I told you, you could do it, dude. I'm I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, you I say
0: you're you're disappointed? I am. I'm
2: disappointed in myself. How the fuck
1: did I not get that? Joey, I'm not I'm just disappointed.
0: I know. I thought I'm not disappointed. I I expect nothing less from you than Joey to big brain fart while on the air. Joey, everyone uh, loves listening to your struggles. Um, honestly, I get Dude, lots if, of good. If, to... if
2: anybody that listens to this podcast and like comes to a show <laughs> and like just give me shit. Just give me no, no, fuck that noise.
0: (laughs) No, fuck that noise. noise. I should have known that one. No, that's why I was just like, don't say you're a disappointment or anything. Like, this is,
1: fuck that noise, man.
0: This is like one of the hardest games we play. It's just like, it's one of the few that actually involves skill and like, you guys can't cheat in any way you know like
1: well <laughs> that was the thing like like I this
0: prevents even, I can't cheating even go look
2: at movies you, yeah you <laughs> you can't you'd
0: have to type in 1980 and then just like look through movies from 1980
1: well the thing is too it's like that's why when it kept going down to like it's joe mike's like you can do it in like blah 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 and i'm like all right, well, fucking do it then. Do Dude, it if because it's I saw two names. It's like then do it, Joey, and it's like I saw as soon as Bacon Kevin Bacon was the Bacon, last like, name, as soon as I was you like, said Dude. Kevin Bacon, I'm like, motherfucker. Joey it was like, was
0: like I- Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's like, please, sir, may I have another
1: oh that's too funny
0: i have another all right i'm gonna do quick reading style palette cleanser of the third round for you guys to jokingly play along with here so that joey cannot rip a dab and not feel too bad about himself where (laughs) yeah i was
1: curious about this one i was curious about this one so
0: the third one here is a film from 1984 and leonard gives it two and a half stars And he has nice things to say about it, which is imaginative premise given routine treatment, but this box office smash led to a handful of sequels and a TV series. And there's a bunch of names listed, and you guys all would have nailed it, because the last name listed is Robert fucking England.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow, dude.
0: The last name, I think there's, Uh. let me see, dude. Dude, check out, check out this fucking billing order from Leonard. From the top, next to director Wes Craven, RIP, the God, the GOAT, we have John Saxon as the number one listed. Daddy, really? Papa, yeah, of course. Pa- Papa John himself, followed by Ronnie Blakely and then Heather Langenkamp. What? Followed by Amanda Weiss and Nick Corey and then... Then why is
1: Bobby why then, is Bobby England so
0: Oh no 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 it's not even Robert England next guys it's the Kevin Bacon of it all Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp yeah. Johnny Depp and then Charles Fleischer and then Robert England Three, uh, uh. possibly the three most well-known people today are the last three listed there which is like <laughs> What the that's fuck?
1: so bizarre. Because
0: Leonard saw this and rated it in 1984 when it came out. And how about how about he fucking gave the thing and Fred? Oh, well, maybe not. Yeah, one and a half. Maybe, yeah, oh, one and a, one half. and a half. <laughs> Yo,
2: that's. Me.
0: <laughs> he gave jad
3: carpenter
0: something i wanted to know if that's one of the ones he went back on later on and was like i might have been wrong about this one but he's just like his what he says is just like the effects are disgusting and it makes the suspense not good and i'm just like that's not a good reason leonard
1: <laughs> that's that's the opposite that's anything. why i had to
0: have that as the first one because i was like if they pick this category this is so fucking funny. I even put the thing in another category because I wanted to do that one so bad. <laughs> I put it <Victory! laughs> in Johnny Drama Whoa. Victory right there. Wanna be your superhero? <laughs> I should have done the blog. We hope you enjoyed our trick-or-treat episode of Indecisive Opinions. Stay tuned for the next feature we will be covering in a few weeks is Mars Attacks, the Tim Burton film. Until then, we are Lurking Class, and we slay rock and roll.